Hello and welcome to the next episode of Eddie and Matt I'll keep their coverage. Uh, I'm taking only this time and we'll be doing the AFC East uh, and what teams, what they might pick with their first three, uh, first three rounds of the draft. Eddie, you all right? Yeah, not bad, mate, thank you. I'm, you. I'm wonderful, mate, thank you. Yeah, you ready to respond to my uh, wonderful picks? Yeah, yeah. Sound, right. Well, I'm going to um, skip the Bills because they haven't got a first round pick. Oh, you finally worked it out, have you? <laughs> Cheers, mate. I'm going straight to Dolphins, who have got like 14 first round picks. Um, yeah. They're picking fifth in the first round, and I've got them getting uh, Tua Tagaloa, the quarterback from Alabama. It's a chance uh, It's a chance because, uh, that his hip's not all right. Um, the Dolphin. Or his ankle, or his knee. Yeah, the Dolphins have a medical at all on him, um, at least for a while. And, uh, he doesn't have a cannon for an arm. Uh, but that's all. He has all the other assets you want from a from an NFL quarterback. He's got decent vision, decent mobility, decent short game, recognition, all that. But he's just hasn't got the big arm. Um, I know a lot of a few of the ones I've seen they've, they've taken Herbert over him, or they've even gone with um, Worths, and then picked a quarterback up with the next pick. But um, I think they've been banging the gong about him that much. It'd be daft, uh, it, it seems. Almost daft. It'd, be, it'd take a lot from not to pick him, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I get what you mean. I took Herbert because I thought the uh, the size, the strength, the durability, um, the arm strength, I thought they were all, you know, better traits. And obviously, Flores has played with Brady and Herbert's more Brady than Tua Tugavailoa. I think the thing with Tua is he's been playing with people like Jerry Judy, Devontae Smith, Henry Ruggs, who are all first-round receivers, playing behind the, an offensive line that's had first and second rounders galore on a team that's obviously really, really good. He obviously had his struggles with his injury and also in the uh, in the playoff last season, he had to have Jalen before Jalen Hurts went to Oklahoma, so 2018 season, Jalen Hurts had to come in in the playoff semi-final and start for him, to uh, not start and take over from him and start playing as quarterback and that was the reason why they managed to get through to the uh, to the championship game. And then in the championship game, he didn't really do anything. But obviously, they were playing against Clemson, who had three first-rounders on the defensive line. And yeah, he's going to use anyone to deal with. But no, I uh, I went there because I preferred him. Other players I was looking at were, obviously, Isaiah Simmons, Jedrick Wilkes. Obviously, they need some uh, help on that offensive line. Mackay Beckton, Jerry Judy, and Clarence Son were all people over Avni Gandra. Even two of them, I'd look at him as well. But... Um, like I said, if, if I'm not taking a quarterback, I'd definitely be taking Jedrick Wills or someone like that, you know, a solid offensive lineman. But then your risk is, because obviously you don't know what's going on with Panthers, although they have picked up two quarterbacks. You don't know what's going on with the Chargers. And Jags, even though they have still got Gardner Minshew, you don't know if they're going to keep hold of him. You don't know if they're going to take a quarterback. There's a lot of teams that have got sneaky quarterback need. So I'd, I'd just... Took Herbert now because I thought that was the best opportunity to get to get him. And obviously, if I'm lucky enough, I'll be able to pick up uh, an offensive tackle at pick 18. Yeah, I mean, a, a couple of the drafts I saw that, that, that I'd ordered through, um, occasionally they did take Worths and then pick, they managed to either get Herbert or I think it was um, Love, sort of 18th. Yeah. Which, one of the, you know, wouldn't have been that much of a drop off, would it really? Um, it's hard to say. I think Herbert's. Uh, I think Herbert's a better quarterback than Love, but I think Love's got a higher ceiling. If things were horribly wrong, they didn't. He's thrown a lot of interceptions, but both of them have thrown a lot of interceptions. So, do you know what I mean? They're very similar, Herbert and 
Herbert yeah. and Love. I like both of them, but I don't know as I've as I've watched them as it's gone on. I have took more of a shine to Herbert than I have to to Love. If if it took a, if it, they took a chance and went with someone like Worths with the with their first pick, and then Wits and then hoped that there was going to be one of the quarterbacks I wanted at the eighteenth pick. I mean, there's every chance that if he wasn't there, they could just pick up someone like Camp. Yeah, exactly. That all fought in the back of my head, but obviously we both took a quarterback, so... Yeah. Uh, right, well, we'll <laughs> move on to the next pick in the first round then, the lucky bastards. Uh, I went with uh, Xavier McKinney, the safety out of Alabama. A do-it-all defensive back that is a plug-in-and-play starter. I mean, he's going to go to the first round to somebody, and I reckon why not Dolphins need, need the help in the, in the defensive backfield to take him. I don't think he's going to win first round, personally. I think he's going to be a second rounder. But I get what you mean. He is a talented player. He has done very well while he's been at um, Alabama. Um, I took um, Patrick Queen out of LSU, a linebacker, to complement um, Kyle Van Noy, who went to Dolphins, I do believe. Right, yep, cool. Um, and I just thought, obviously, add a bit more talent to that uh, linebacking core. Because he, he obviously used a linebacker. I think he was a linebacker coach before he became a full-on defensive coach for Flores and obviously I just want to build a culture and get a good set of linebackers in there to help his defence, you know, make sure that run can't get going and obviously they've already got fantastic uh, corner play so I just thought picking up a linebacker would add a little bit to that obviously. Pick 18, you, you've done well to get the, in my opinion, best or second best linebacker in draft so it's a day one star, I thought that were pretty good. Yeah. Other players I did look at obviously were like um, J.K. Dobbins mm. um, I looked at Kenneth Murray, the other linebacker, Zach Bourne again, Gross Matos, and I looked at Swift, but I thought it'd be better off taking the biggest value player at that point, and that's why I took Queen. Yeah, that's fair enough. Again, it's a position need for them, so, I mean, they've got that many holes. It's just like, throw a dart at it. They've got loads of money as well, though, which is really weird. Yeah. I honestly think next season, it's when they're going to, they've had an eye on next season for free agency. They really must have had a yeah. look at it. It won't shock me. Pardon me, it wouldn't shock me if they don't take a quarterback. It will not sh- shock me at all. It, it will not shock me if they just decide to take two players in the first round, trade one of their picks for next season with a team that they suspect is obviously going to give them some value with pick and have three first round picks for next year and then trade up in draft. That would not surprise me at all. I mean, the, the way the Dolphins have operated over the last 12 months, nothing they do would surprise me, I don't think, mate. No, and it's not been that bad to be fair. No, some of the players have let go. I mean, yes, they've, they've let them go for, for decent draft picks, but but it just seems like they. Yeah, I, I can see maybe everyone's thinking they're doing the rebuild this year, but the rebuild could be next year. But it could be part two of the rebuild next year. Exactly, and like I said, they've got so much draft capital that they're going to have a good spine at team on offense and defense. Yeah. Being able to take five players in the first two rounds, that should be, by all accounts, five starters that you're yeah. picking up. Well, you don't, wouldn't you? Who did you pick your third pick in the first round? Uh, the third pick in the first round, I've gone with Josh Jacobs, if I had tackle out of Houston. I think I picked him for every team. Um, you've been mentioning before, hey, yeah, Josh, really jo- Josh Jones, the, the right tackle out of um, Houston. Oh, Josh Jones, this is Josh Jacobs. I might have done, mate, but I'm going to say Josh Jones. <laughs> Yeah, Josh Jacobs yeah, um, is a running back for be, Raiders. Yeah, he's going to be a start for. Um, he's going to keep. He's going to be going to help keep Tua's uniform clean. If he, you know, if they do pick Tua or whoever the quarterback is, he's going to keep that uniform. He's going to help boss the offensive line. Yeah, pick, yeah. yeah. 
sensible pick, first round defensive tackle late on. But um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't not that at all. Um, the cho- the choices I had were like J.K. Dobbins, Grant Delpit, Utergros, Mars are still there. Uh, but I ended up taking DeAndre Swift, who I think's best running back in the draft talent wise. And obviously, uh, Herbert's going to need a little bit of uh, a little bit of help, and he'll, he's the type of person who can catch the ball out of the backfield and create stuff on his own. I just thought, obviously, you've got the luxury of having three picks. Just make sure you're getting that elite running back for next season, and that's what I did. Well, no spoilers, but I've got Dobbins on my list for the Dolphins, and he dropped he dropped pretty far, so they managed to get him a steal, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, Right, so that's the first round up for Dolphins. We'll, we'll slip. I'll, I'll move on to the um, the Patriots. I know the, the Jets had a higher first round pick, but that's what I've got next on my list. Um, were they twenty? Were the twenty third? Alphabetical order. That's right. Aye, that's it. Um, uh, wait, wait, yeah, twenty third pick in the first round with the Patriots have got, and I've got them getting Jordan Love. Um, same. That's exactly the yeah, same pick. I high mean. level. High level physical skill set. Uh, good mobility, good arm strength. Uh, he needs to improve his accuracy and decision making. Is the only knocks I picked up on him. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, I picked him because obviously he was a, a round one graded quarterback and he was available in the first round. They need a quarterback. Um, he might have a little bit of time to learn behind Jared Slinham and Brian Oyer. He might not. Uh, if anybody's going to get some out of him, it's going to be Bill Belichick and uh, McDaniel's. Other choices they had was Zach Bourne, uh, an edge player. Neville Gallimore, defensive tackle. Ross Blacklock, defensive tackle. And Jalen Rager, wide receiver. What's the point in getting a wide receiver when you didn't know it's throwing yeah. some, though? But no, I just, I decided on uh, attacking the quarterbacks with the highest value. And you know what Patriots are like with the, with their quarterbacks. If they think they can get some out of them, they'll trade them away later Absolutely. On, anyway. Or they'll trade Jarrett Stidham for something good as well. They're very smart at making those quarterbacks look yeah. good. Uh, okay, and then the uh, my last... First round pick is for the New York Football Jets. Round one, picking 11th. Got them taking Jedrick Wills, the offensive tackle out of Alabama. Uh, plays nasty, extremely athletic, excellent footwork, not instinctive, and struggles to, uh, against misdirection. And also, his blitz awareness is a bit rubbish. He can be a little bit grabby, uh, and he's a stand and watch guy occasionally. Uh, when he's engaged in a block, he is extremely effective, though. You really don't like Jedrick Wills. I'm sure you must have just watched his worst game because he's. For me, he's the most polished um, offensive I just say what I see, mate. Don't take yeah. it personally. We'll just... I just don't know what game you must have been watching. Um, I put Andrew Thomas because he, um, Jedrick Wills and Tristan Worth had already gone. So I went Andrew Thomas because he's a, you know, he's a, got good technique, decent size. He's been protecting Jake from for a long time, and I just thought he's got to go offensive tackle for Jets because they haven't got anything else. I did look at look for Lonchus on to give him some edge play. I did look at Henry Ruggs at wide receiver. But Sam Darnold needs to be upright to be able to throw a ball to anyone. So I just thought, you know, yep. just get him in. Uh, okay, then. Round two, we'll move on to the Bills finally get a pick. Hazard for them. Uh, they are picking 22nd in the second round, which is 54th, 54th overall. 54th is the number. Uh, I've got with uh, Damon and An- Annette. There we go. Highly instinctive, athletic movement, highly physical, and good against big receivers. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I mean, it's again the position that they need to fill. Um, and he was the best player, I think, value wise available at the time for me, so I just took him. Yeah, I, I don't mind the pick. I mean, I think they've already got a pretty decent receiving car, but you know, strength on strength. 
I looked at Josh Uche off the edge because obviously they've got decent pass rush, but it's not really edge play. It's more linebackers and, um, you know, Uche is a linebacker, but obviously it just adds something else to that really good linebacking card they've got. But obviously I didn't take him. I looked at Evan Weaver, another edge player. I looked at Cameron Dantzler, but like I said earlier, I just thought they already had a lot of strength there. I looked at Prince Tager, one ogre as well, offensive tackle out of Auburn. But I ended up going with Raekwon Davis. He's, uh, he's, he's played all through his career at Alabama. He's been a starter for a very long time. Really good defensive tackle at one point. Last couple of seasons, he doesn't seem to have had as big of an impact he has before. But the one thing I would be uh, I would be noticing is McDermott would probably have spoken with you know some of the Alabama coaching staff. He's probably got he's been in the game a long time. He's probably got a good idea of uh, who's who and who's what. And I think he'd, he'd get some good uh, some good reviews on Raekwon Davis, who's matured a lot while he's been at college. And it could come in and be a really good pro for him. And obviously losing Jordan Phillips, and he's fill that void that he's left. Yeah, again, uh, they've got they've not got many as many positional needs as the um, as the Dolphins or well, the rest of the division. But it's a, it's a position they need to fill. So yeah, again, it's, it's an it's a it's a pit you can't argue with. Well, I'd have probably argued with it a few times. <laughs> Okay, then, my next pick, uh, which is round two, pick seven, 39th overall. We've got Zach Baum, the edge, edge from Wisconsin. He's a bookend for Christian Wilkins. Uh, can play inside, quick off the ball, good speed, efficient hand fire. I thought it would be, you know, like I said, bookend Christian Wilkins and, Wilkins and help that, that um, defensive line. Yeah, that's a good idea. I mean, it's a quality player to drop that low, so I can understand you taking it 100%. A uh, player I decided to tech was Lloyd Cushenberry, who can play centre or guard out of LSU, because that division, obviously, you've got Ed Oliver and you've got Quinn and Williams, and obviously, Patriots always generate a lot of pressure from the middle. So, you get your defensive tackles, nose tackles, and then causing havoc. And I think for a young quarterback, or even for Fitzpatrick, if he's obviously in front of Herbert, who's there to learn, you're going to be going to need the protection more in the middle of the offensive line as opposed to the, the exterior of it. So, yeah, I thought picking Cushenberry there was the best option. Well, so I think, like I said, for me, Cushionbury was available, but like I said, Zach Barn had dropped that low. It was it, it felt definitely not taking him. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. Okay. Um, happy to move on to my next pick then. Yeah. Well, okay. Round two, pick twenty-four, uh, 56th overall. I got Jalen Johnson, the cornerback out of Utah. He's got a high ceiling, lockdown corner. Doesn't like confidence or aggression. I think. Yeah, they're coming in. That, like I said we mentioned before that many holes in the Dolphins' up their roster. I mean, having a, a guy that's going to be able to start for cornerback for him is, is, a, is a plus. I don't think they've got any holes at corner, have they? To no. be honest. They got a decent corner playing last season, and that will be after Xavier Howard were injured. And obviously, when he, Xavier Howard will be back next season and decide Byron Jones. They've probably got two best um, man cover corners, the best combo in, in league now. They've probably got the best secondary. Well, it's them out Patriots. Really like what they've got in secondary now, but I can understand building strength on strength. That's something I would think about doing. I went with Josh Uche, um, an edge player out of Michigan. He's a smart player. You know, he can help with pass rush, but he obviously adds depth to the uh, linebacking car, which has got Patrick Queen um, and obviously Cal Van Noy. And I, I like I said, uh, I reckon that they're going to end up going to a, a three-four defense using a nose tackle and Christian Wilkins as the the three-four end uh, on the. And the front three, and then obviously have these linebackers like Uche coming from the outside. Uh, they've got a lot of money as well, so I reckon they could have picked up a couple of players, um, a couple of more high-profile players than they have done. Jadavian Clown is still out there. 
Everson Griffin's still out there, so you never know what they could do. Yeah, the, the world is our lobster, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Okay, um, you cool for me to move on to the next bit then? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Slynn, round two, are we? Yeah, got the Jets in round two. Yeah, round two for Jets. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're picking 16th, which is 48th overall. I've got uh, KJ Hamler, the wide receiver at Penn State. Good route runner. Nice pick, yeah. yeah, nice pick. Handy after Deep threat and complaint slot. Yeah, he's got a good burst of speed. What he lacks physically, though, because he's quite a slight player. What he lacks physically, he's got a good burst of speed, which makes up for that, I think. I th- he reminds me a little bit of Hollywood Brown from last year. Mm. That's what he reminds me of. Good player, though. Um, my player were Donovan, Donovan Peoples-Jones. He was the best receiver left. Um, five-star recruit coming out of high school. Went to Michigan, quarterback plays been pretty poor. And he's a bit inconsistent, but at that point, like I say, we're probably the best available wide receiver that's going to got. Um, so that's what I took. Big bodied uh, wide receiver who obviously had elite physical traits, which is why he came out as a five star recruit. Yeah. I mean, we've both on receiver there. I think Ham- Hamlin was the best receiver available for me. Uh, I- I'd have took him over Peoples Jones if he'd have been yeah. available, that's for sure. I know you're quite high on people's Jones. I, I, I watched a little bit of his tape, and he's, he's not that bad. So I can understand why you. No, I, I'm saying Hamler would have oh, gone yeah. before people's yeah, Jones. Yeah. But I mean, it, it's not not a, a terrible replacement for him, though, is it? No, no, no. Um, like I say, it's BPA, the best. Well, BPA yeah. for position. Cool beans. So is that round two buttoned up? I believe it is, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. In, in, in the round three now, then, mate. Uh, the Bills in 22nd yeah. in round three, 86th overall. I'm going Adam Troutman, the Titan Dad Dayton. Uh, tall, big frame, explosive, athletic, um, good vertical leap. Come to college as a, as a quarterback, so still a little refinement needed uh, before he can land properly as an offensive, um, t- as, a, as a catching Titan. But uh, he can play any position in, in, in the offensive um, skills position, so he can play running back, receiver. He can always, obviously, because he's played, played quarterback at high school, can play a little bit quarterback as well, so he's he's going to be a sort of like a Swiss Army knife player for the offense. Probably a better quarterback than Josh Allen. Have <laughs> right? better accuracy, yeah. Um, he's going to need yeah. a bit of work on his blocking. I like Troutman. Is that Delaware? Been play- I mean, he's a bit of a Swiss Army knife, but he's playing in Delaware, so mm. you know what I mean. My issue there is it's not obviously not the best competition cool. he's played against, but the plus side was he played really well at senior bowl. He looked good against the you know the better players, so maybe that will show that. He's a bit of a step up. The player. player I decided to take with Terrell Burgess, safety out of Utah. Uh, obviously played in a good system, a good defence before that, and obviously he went over to thrive due to the good defence. Whereas we took Bills, who are probably going to have best defence in league next season, or at least one of them. So he's, he's going to be in a similar position and give him a chance to succeed and obviously shore up that secondary, which is already very good. Yeah. Whew. <laughs> said that quite fast. That's a moment to breathe in between words sometimes, kid. Oh, I think so. <laughs> right, uh, happy to move on to the next bit then? Yeah, definitely. Beautiful. Okay, so the Dolphins, uh, I've only got one pick in round three. I don't know they're playing that here. Uh, yeah. No, it's lacking here. <laughs> Sixth in round three, seventh overall. J.K. Dobbins running back at highest state. I dropped, that, dropped down that far. Oh, so I picked yeah. him up. Uh, good vision, good speed. Runs to daylight. Good awareness. Um, good catch. Run out of second round. That's yeah. how he is. <laughs> Good at catching out of the backfield. Only thing that's let him down massively is his lack of ability in, in pass protection, which in the pros you kind of need. Mm, do you though? <laughs> I, on, on my... look, at, look at someone in backs and their pass protection. 
Yeah, it's a bit chopped. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, is it sort of non-existent? So, like, you need a little bit. I mean, anything. He can't even. Just a little clip or anything like that. He just. He seems to want to avoid contact unless he's got ball in his hand. <laughs> well, you're like a bloody punter. Might as well uh, be healthy for what you use. Yeah, I suppose. So. I don't think you want to be using a running back as you as a blocker anyway. In my humble opinion, only if it's like plays broke down and obviously has to be there. That's only time. Now in game, when you look at a running back, a running back needs to be if they see pressure coming, they need to move themselves into a position where the quarterback can get ball to them and they can move in you know broken play. Dump it off and what yeah. That, yeah. No, that's a fair shout as well, mate. Um but who did you, who did you go for? Uh Sadiq Charles so tackle out of LSU. He's had a few like personal issues, a few uh, you know, naughty boy issues. But a good talent, and obviously they haven't had an offensive lineman other than Cushenberry for me. And obviously they need to up the tackle play, and obviously they'll add a bit of at least depth to tackle position. I'll probably end up being a starter as well because obviously the tackles aren't great. Yeah, but they were just my thoughts. No, I mean obviously I, I took. Uh, well, I got Josh Jones in around one, so I killed it. What available for me at that point? So that's yeah. why I. Uh, the one wasn't available in the second round who I thought were a better, better option than Cushionberry. So, that's why I had to wait till now. It was the best value at that, that point. And that's what you look for, isn't it? The best value you can get for the positions you need. I mean, sometimes even if it's not a position you need. You do when you get, you do when you get to that round. Yeah. Uh, right, so I'm happy to move on. Beautiful. Okay, yeah. we move on to the, uh, the Patriots who are uh, kings of round three. The three picks overall. Uh, they're picking 23rd. Which is 87th overall, and I took Daryl Taylor the edge out of Tennessee. Uh, anchors well against, uh, against the run. Daryl uh, uh, Taylor. Taylor, sorry. Yeah, uh, anchors well against the run. Uh, uh, added burst of power and speed as a pass rusher. Solid tackler uh, and converts speed to power well. Uh, he has the room to uh, to improve, but uh, I suppose a lot of them do. Um, at the most, he should be okay as an occasional rotational player. Could play outside linebacker, outside linebacker if needed. So if they're fancy dropping back to a three-four, they can play him linebacker. If not, they can play him uh, on a far-free front as well. Yep. Nine more. Uh, Bradley Knight, edge out of Utah. He can play in or out on uh, the front four. Really strong player. Um, there were a bit of a knock on him about his speed in the combine, but if you watch him while he plays, he doesn't look slow. He, he looks like he's got that quickness that you need to play an edge. I think he probably ended up being a starter for Patriots and obviously... Just another quality, like, squad player that they all seem to pick up on. Yeah. It's a bit like I say, we've got picked picked I, mean, I, did, I did look at a couple of people, but... Sound. Next then, mate. Next, yeah. mate. I, uh, they've got 34th pick in round three, which is 98th overall. I went with uh, Brian Edwards, the wide receiver out of South Carolina. He's a big target, uh, but inconsistent hands. He's, strong, he's a very strong physical player. Um, I can see the Pats making make, turn him into a tight end because he's quite a tight. I mean, I think he's six foot four, so yeah. like small for a tight end. Like. Yeah, but he's, he's like I say quite a physical player. So I mean, with his with his catching not being the best, he can end up quite. What Brian? Edwards? Yeah, going down, he's got inconsistent hands. Oh, I don't know that. I must have I think sometimes when balls, if balls coming at you like it's uh, you know a boomerang, it's a bit more difficult yeah. to catch. 
but um, no, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that much. I think in consistent hands, I think that's a bit harsh. I'm just going on what I've uh, what I've seen and what I've read. Obviously, I mean, I'm not an expert on wide receivers, but from what I've, I mean, he, he seemed to catch almost everything I saw through to him. But there's obviously someone's noticed somewhere that he's got pan hands sometimes. Okay. Who do you go with? Uh, Lecky Fochu, defensive tackle, also out of Utah. It's just a big unit who can stick it middle. You know what Patriots are like. They like to have that depth and that strength well, on that yeah. um, defensive line. He's not got a great good lateral movement, but he's just going to plug a big hole in the middle. You know, can play nose, you know, one technique, and he's just going to smash stuff up. It's going to be hard to get around him. Yeah, it's, it's a very Patriots pick that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, round three again, pick 36, a couple. Picks after we got the hundredth pick in the draft. I went with Ben Barch, the uh, OT out of um, St John, Minnesota. A guy I mentioned before, good physical talent, decent footwork, but needs a bit of polish. And if anyone can polish an offensive lineman, it's the Patriots. Dante Skarnacki is retired. Well, that's bugger that. Isn't it? He's the guy who's been in charge of the offensive lineman. It's been like fantastic all these years. Does that mean they've got now just just two coaches on the staff then, or three? Sorry. Uh, oh, 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 are we being clever now? Because obviously the offensive line play was shit when he went there. That's the point I'm making. Oh, no, no. I'm just saying that the... Um... Dante Skarnacki is obviously widely regarded as being a guru yeah. with offensive line. Obviously, he's got most of the credit for why the offensive line's been great. And obviously, that's why there's probably going to be a big drop-off next year. I wouldn't put any confidence in him polishing someone up great uh, as much as they have done before. Because like I say, if you look at what's been done whilst Karnecki has been there. And then you look at the time, because he, he was brought back mm. from retirement and there was obviously a bit of a drop-off when he went there. I know, I wasn't having a dip at yours. I was uh, just saying, like, when you look at the, the oh. Patriots coaching staff on their website, it's like four people. Oh, right. <laughs> Fucking out a bit there. Did, yeah. oh, right. I'll, I'll need, me, uh, need me fingers back, please. <laughs> um, but how did you go for? Well, true to form, obviously, that. I want to tan him out guard at Fresno State. Uh, fantastic like uh, opportunity to be a good player, but a uh, little bit of injury history, but with him being last pick in third round, I thought the roll dice on him. And obviously, if you can add something to that um, you know, guard spot, then obviously across from Joe Thune, or if Joe Thune ends up moving on, they've got someone who they can put in there. Not He was just basically one of the best players available. It was just like a little bit of a risk, but like I say, like pick 106 or something stupid. Yeah. So not massive, a massive issue. Cool. Right then, Mushal there. Swan on to the Jets then, with their two third-round picks. They're picking fourth overall in the third round, which is 68th overall in total. I got um, Julian Aquara, the edge from Notre Dame. Uh, a bit of a punt. Yeah, good pick. It's a bit of a punt because he missed most last season with a broken leg. Um, not brilliant run defence, apparently, uh, but more serviceable pass rusher. Uh, could, again, end up playing outside linebacker. They need someone like that, though. They need someone who's just going to be a true edge. So, obviously, they've got Quinn and Williams, and then they've got some really good players at middle already. They don't really need, necessarily, um, players who need to stop on the need the edge. They need people who are going to come and get to the quarterback, um, as opposed to being people who are going to stop run. So, I like the pick. I think it's a good pick. Thank you. Who do you go with? Uh, Julian Aquara. No, he's joking. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Bryce Hall, cornerback out of Virginia, because obviously the secondary is a bit poor. Uh, Bryce Hall, as I've mentioned in a couple of other drafts, I just think he's uh, got a lot of talent. He would have been probably one at first corners of a board last season, but had a bit of a dip in form this year. I just think he's a quality player and one worth picking up for him. Yeah, fair enough. It's, uh, 
cornerback, you said, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, the, the yeah, light there back. as well, so position needing it. Uh, so, next, so yeah. let's go on to the, uh, the, the the last player we've got here. Okay, uh, round yeah. three again, uh, surprisingly enough. Uh, pick 15, so 79th overall. I got uh, Damian Lewis, the right guy there at LSU. He's uh, going to need some refinement, uh, but but he's a decent enough run blocker uh, with a solid base in pass protection. His mobility is a concern, but his strength might get that slightly. I didn't hear Damien Lewis, mate, the right guard at LSU. Yeah. LSU, yeah, this is a decent enough player. Can't knock it. You know, they need help all across that offensive line, so it makes sense. Then went with Jonathan Greenard, edge player out of Florida. Uh, he's shot up some draft boards recently. Um, it's a decent talent. Uh, and like I said, they need some help on edge. They need the uh, they need the extra help. Yeah, I mean, again, the the the, the current like the the, the the site we used to do these drafts. Almost every position on all three teams, apart from apart from the bill, apart from even the bill, slightly. You know, they need a lot of players. They need a lot of positions filling. I yeah. said that to you though, didn't I? Every th- every team obviously needs to add depth to the team anyway, because obviously during free agency people move on and stuff like yeah. that. And I think this site obviously doesn't pay attention to the the lower level, you know, pickups that people make. So obviously, Vikings picked up a linebacker, um, a wide receiver, a defensive tackle, and an edge player. But obviously, these players who are picking up now and the lower, you know, at the, yeah. the lower cost, are players that are going to be foreseen as being cut from practice squad. So that's why these players obviously aren't being seen as positions filled, sort of thing. Whereas if you go on a website called uh, Fanspeak, which I'd recommend to you all, uh, in that you can actually um, see, they'll give you the team needs, which is very similar to this, where it'll show you different team needs, but they're a lot more re- frequently updated. And obviously they're not as overdone because sometimes it, there's like linebacker on them a couple of times on the Draft Network one. But it's basically just because they see that there's only this many on, you know, yeah. on the books. I don't think it's down to the fact that they think that bad at the position. I mean, Vikings, I, I regularly see that the Vikings don't have linebacker as a lower-level team need because, obviously, they've got Eric Wilson, they've got Ben Gideon, they've got um, uh, Anthony Barr, and they've got Eric Kendricks. That's four linebackers, and obviously, mm. they play a four-three. But then, in my opinion, you've got four linebackers and you play a, a four-three, and that means you've only got one exactly, to rotate yeah. in. So, you do need linebacker now. And it's Cameron Smith as well. It was on practice squad most of the time. But like I say, I honestly think the Vikings could do it. If a, if a decent, let's say Patrick Queen or Kenneth Murray dropped to 25 or 22 and there's no like ridiculously elite wide receiver or there's no really good offensive tackle there, but one of those two is, I would take that player because it adds depth and strength to the linebacking coach, I mean, which is obviously... That- that that depth chart I sent you from the uh, Vikings um, website the other day. Ben Ben, ben Wilson can play any position at the same time apparently. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. But no, like I said, I mean, your, your draft seems you you've improved um, dramatically from obviously having that system to go off of things. But like I say, I mean, with reading up and stuff on what players are like, you've got you've got to see tape as well, in my opinion. You've got you've got to go out yourself and have a good look at what they're doing to get your own personal opinion on it. Because like I like I, I've I've heard um, some people say some stuff about players, and I just think, what have you been watching? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I, like there's some players who I'm really high on, who I, I notice a lot of draft analysts don't seem to be that high on, 
and I can't understand it. But then some of them have been doing it for years and years. But you know, we all have we all have personal opinions at the end of the day. And obviously, when they're moving to NFL, we'll have a yeah. good idea of it. I think last last season there were a couple of players who we really liked who we thought would do well, who didn't really like. I thought um, the defensive tackle that were taken by the Chargers last season were going to be fantastic. What you saw of him, you didn't think mm. he looked that good, but you were probably closer to being right with that than I was because it didn't it didn't really pop off in the. In the Chargers games that I saw, they didn't really seem to use it the first time that, that often. So, it was the first time for everything, mate. Yeah, um, but like I said, there's obviously other players who like. Uh, I think you mentioned that you thought Miko Arden were going to be a fantastic weapon, and kick returns did really, really well. The odd time you were playing as a receiver did pretty well, so I agreed with that. AJ Brown, I was really excited about AJ Brown compared to uh, other players, and he got. He, he probably probably the best rookie receiver, but um, a lot of people were pretty down. And he ended up going quite late in the second round. So ended up being quite still for it. It's strange, people. So it's all, yeah, it's all swinging round bats. Absolutely. Anything else you can get for this, mate? Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, nothing else to add, mate. Now. Was that a no? You went a bit funny. What? What did what? you say, mate? I was a bit funny. I said oh, I've got nothing else to add, mate. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll wrap up. it up then. Um... I thought that's what you said. <laughs> uh, connection's not being the best, but what can we do? We're doing, we're working with what we can. It's going to be a couple, a couple of cans and a string in them, isn't it? Well, I've got a few spare cans, <laughs> like, and I imagine they're all empty. Um... <laughs> right, mate. Uh, I'll catch you for the next episode then. All right, sound right, buddy. I'll catch you later. Yeah. Yeah, take care. Keep it down. We'll see you next time.